now? You don't look so good, Mom. Nothing a big old kiss from you won't fix. Hello and welcome to the Dead Letter Movie Podcast. This is episode 79, recorded April 23rd, 2023. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. And we're not alone this week. We have our buddy. Hi, I'm Mike. And we're we're talking today about the new installment in the Evil Dead franchise, yep. Evil Dead Rise. That's the fifth installment, not exactly a sequel, but still sort of a sequel at the same time. It's all loose continuity with these movies. Evil Dead 2 is very much a quick remake of Evil Dead 1, so yep. it's uh, continuity fast and loose in this series. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> Evil Dead Rise. So yeah, uh, before we get started, I wanted to ask everyone, how did you get into the Evil Dead series? Mike, you're our guest, so you get to go first. I think what would be shocking you on listening to this is it wasn't you. I know, yeah. Which is definitely not what anybody would expect, I think. Yeah. It was, believe it or not, another friend who, <laughs> the time for some reason decided like, yeah, here you go. You don't like horror. You don't really do horror. So we're going to sit down. We're going to watch this. Here you go. Great. And I remember driving home afterwards, still daylight in my mother's van going like, yep, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm <laughs> and scared. Was, and that was okay, the first one? Okay. That was the first one, yeah. Okay. It was either that or, or Evil Dead 2, because they are they, a bit hard to tell apart at the they beginning. Are, and they, they can be a little bit, making yeah. They back, are very similar. Would I be able to tell you which was which right now at that moment in time? No. Yeah. Uh, Tim, how did you get into the to the series? So, uh, my answer is sort of you, Andrew. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, we, we didn't actually watch these together, but these got on my to-watch list because of you. Yeah. And remained there for many years until um about two and a half years ago it was it was october 2020 so you know the, the height of the pandemic the uh, the original was streaming on some platform or other and i watched netflix. that I, I i think it was netflix at the time um and then a little bit later um in in october 2020 uh there was a, a drive-in theater nearby so it's like okay it's it's outdoors everybody's going to be in their own cars great fine should be safe they did a double feature of evil dead 2 and army of darkness so i went to that so in that month of october i watched the three originals i still haven't seen the 2013 remake slash Quote, sequel requel, slash thing yeah whatever, whatever that movie is yeah. um but so that's that's how i saw those three for the first time and now i've seen this new one yeah yeah, and uh, it is not required for you to have seen the fourth slash remake entry of, of Evil Dead as opposed to The Evil Dead, um, <laughs> if yeah. you want to differentiate things. But uh, yeah, so for me, I first saw, I want to say I watched it 3-1-2. I, I saw Army of Darkness first on cable. Um, because that was the easiest one for them to show on cable. And nowadays, I feel like if it came out, it would probably likely be rated PG-13. Um, because I don't think the violence is any worse than a Marvel movie these days. And I don't remember the language being particularly bad, but it's been a while. And the when you saw... Maybe. When you saw um, Army of Darkness, Tim, was it, was it the S-Mart ending? Was it Hail to the King, baby, ending? Or did you have... So, um, yeah, I... I'm only sort of peripherally aware that there are some different endings to this movie. I, cause I've yeah. only seen the one um, yeah. at, at the end when I saw it, it was, he was relating his tale of traveling through time and okay, battling so. the deadites to his 
co-workers in the S-Mart, and, and okay, then yeah. Deadites and stuff starts happening again, yeah, and yeah. then the movie okay. ends. Right, right. And that's more or less the continuity that the Ash vs. Evil Dead TV show kind of went off of. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. There, there's a director's cut of it where he, like, sleeps too long. Um, so <laughs> And wakes yeah. up in a very sad world. Yeah, and it's not as funny. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. Okay, anyway, sorry. That aside. So, yeah, I watched this on cable, which has its own specific different version, as it turns out. Um, you can... That this is all laid out somewhere online. Um, if you get like the Scream Factory DVD, you get four versions of the movie. And, wow! <laughs> yeah, you get the you get the the international cut, you get the director's cut, the U.S. theatrical cut, and then the TV cut. So like, there's they really went all out on that one. And so and then because of the, I got realized that it was part of this thing called the Evil Dead, and then. They had just re they, they hit they, for a long time. It was kind of difficult to get the Evil Dead on home video because it had been I don't know some rights issue and for for a little bit there and then I w and the, but then they reissued it. Anchor Bay reissued it on VHS and then eventually DVD um, and then so like that's so I was I bought I blind bought it and then at a video uh, at a at a Virgin Records I think. Um, and then and watched it and then then rented Evil Dead 2 because the video store that we worked at that I worked at I mean though I didn't work there at the time did not have e the first Evil Dead at first but then it got rectified by the time I came on mm. but uh but yeah so that's that's how I got into it and I watched the TV show and I saw the remake and you know or requel or whatever you want to call it so I'm a, I'm a bit of a fan of this I tell people that my trilogy was the Evil Dead trilogy when reality was the Back to the Future trilogy. For, you know, you know, some people, for men of our age, it's like, were you an Indiana Jones person? Were you a, a Star Wars person? Like, I was a Back to the Future person. But I will tell people that I was an Evil Dead person. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So I think that is a binding thing for us, actually. Yeah. Like, we all have a very soft spot for Back to the Future. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so yeah, this is, uh, this is the fifth movie in the franchise and it is very much an Evil Dead movie, which is what I wanted and what I expected. Uh, this is the story of Beth, who is a roadie, she's a guitar tech, mm -hmm. um, who is going to visit her sister, uh, who has three children, um, she is recently separated from her husband, and, uh, dead-eyed hijinks ensue ultimately so this is we switch out a cabin in the woods for an apartment in a high-rise that is that is condemned and due to be destroyed and so that makes for a very interesting change of pace scream went to new york this year and the <laughs> evil dead series went to la, LA. Yeah. so yeah it's uh it's been an interesting year for sequels and I do actually really like the change of pace. I like moving from the cabin to a different space. Um, I've thought about a various apartment horror movies um, off of this, uh, most notably uh, Repulsion by Roman Polanski, which might pair well with this, but I wouldn't do it automatically. Um, but uh, it does not quite go to that territory, but it does fit for a very good apartment horror movie, I will say that. Like uh, the, the first two Evil Dead movies, particularly... It really doesn't much matter who the characters are. It just matters you get them in one location, and then, like you said, deadites. Deadites ensue. Oh, I guess I should say this. Something that is involved in each movie is a a book of the dead. Um, sometimes it's called the Necronomicon, sometimes it's called something else, but there is a book of the dead, and if you read from it, um, this wakes up bad stuff and thus start the problem. And so in this movie, instead of... Uh, there is a book, but instead of the book being read directly, it's... Uh, it's a vinyl record that play, or not a vinyl. It's 
probably shellac because it's from 1923. Um, yeah. But it, it's a record that plays the incantations and thus wakes up everything, which I think is actually a neat way of doing it. In the original and in this and in Evil Dead 2, it's a tape recording. But in this one, we get a an old record, and I think they do they use that to a very good. They do use that to a much more interesting way than say a tape recording. But anyway, so yeah, what works? I would say this change of location worked for me. Yeah. Marty expressed that I liked that it was claustrophobic. I know. It's weird how uh, an apartment is more claustrophobic than a cabin. It doesn't seem like it should be, but in this Mm -hmm. case, it very much was. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're they're in a high rise, which I think Uh added to it. Because if it was any apartment anywhere where any of the three of us have lived, you'd go like, yeah, I can escape this. Mm -hmm. This is not one you can escape. Not not easily, no. I, I, I agree. Um, the the first two movies were a little bit less claustrophobic, even with the cabin, because the cabin wasn't locked. Characters go outside and they're kind of wandering around in the woods at various points. Like, okay, so it's it's not you know a big, vast, you know, wide open space. There there are trees and such, but it's it's still the outdoors. So um, this did have a little bit more of a feeling of claustrophobia for that. So this this also basically takes the same premise from the first two, um, and apparently the the twenty thirteen as well. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, the characters don't really matter. You get a little bit of okay, some some flavor here, but this is this is really just about the the horror spectacle. That's that's what this is. That's what you're getting. If you're expecting something else, you're in the wrong movie. They do all have siblings involved. I did realize that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. yeah. 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 Um, so basically, uh, where the the original films were, you know, kind of a little bit low budget indie kind of things, uh, this this feels more like a studio production because it is. Um, so yeah, it, it, it line, takes, right? uh, yeah. Well, Warner Brothers, but New Line. Um, well, it was, yeah, which yeah. yeah, Warner's Warner Brothers Discovery owns New Line, so it's yeah, so, but yeah. Um, but yeah. Takes takes the same thing, plays basically the same beats, just with the effects and some of the cinematography turned up to eleven. It's like, oh, you know, those those, you're, yeah, that's 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 great. You're thinking too small. You're too small. Make it bigger. Make it more. And mm. that's what they do in this movie. Mostly, that's effective. I don't think it loses its intensity by doing that because that's like no. a thing that no, that's a thing can, that can be lost. The bigger the scale you get, is that it won't be as intense. But it's definitely kept with the. Um, as uh, although there's some things that I feel like this is missing compared to other ones, it does really keep that Evil Dead intensity going. So, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. very intense. To to my memory, at least, because you know this is a little stale. I I have not gone back and, and mm. watched the other three. This was more intense than I think uh, Evil Dead Two and Army of oh, Darkness for the most part. Yeah, yeah maybe not as much as the original because they they did some really nasty stuff in that one. Yeah, but jury's this out on, is, on that one for me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the pacing might bring the intensity down in the original versus this. Mm-hmm. Although this is the longest Evil Dead movie, like unless uh, with yeah, I think this is even longer than the director's cut of Army of Darkness, um, and it's like just a minute longer than the unrated cut of the of the requel. So, and it's like, it's not long. It's it's like no, eighty eight no, no. minutes or something. No, it's like uh, well, this is this one's ninety seven minutes. Yeah, and so the original is only like. 82 or something yeah so yeah yeah i guess maybe pacing would be the wrong phrase then how about it can still be it can still be pacing mike you're not wrong it could still be pacing i was just i'm just bringing up the point um yeah yeah yeah. you you can still have a a slower or faster paced in in the span of a you know hour and a half runtime 
that's that 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 totally fits. Are you saying because I did feel like there was a little bit more quote downtime in this than there was in other Evil Dead movies? If that is that what you mean, Mike? Uh, I felt like you got less time to actually kind of catch your breath and deal with the awful that just happened in front of you in this newest version than ah. you did in some of the others. Even though, yeah, it's just this constant just pouring of awful. Either way, it doesn't matter yeah, what yeah. film we're watching. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely, I, I do kind of see that. Um, I did kind of feel like there may not be as much, there may be more time between set pieces, but that still doesn't mean something awful hasn't happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That, that I can see what you mean. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I think the, I, th- I think the performances are, gen- are for the most part, pretty good. Um, the idea of having it be a family really changes the dynamic um, compared to the other movies. And I think that that yeah. was kind of a, kind of a welcome change it kind of added to the intensity of it it kind of adds to the stakes of the whole thing to a certain extent um, which is not something we'd really seen before and that was something that i really that i really dug and i think uh Alyssa sutherland as ellie uh really does a great job of being possessed um and that is a hard sell um minor complaint on my behalf but i understand why they made this change um i like the white milk eyes of the original movies more than this like yellow eyed thing but mm. I realize that that's easier on the actors. <laughs> that was also in the previous. Week. It was in the previous one. Yeah, they have the they have that kind of thing going. And I think that may have been what happened in Ash versus Evil Dead also. Because you can't see anything when you have the all white contacts on. So I think that's why they did that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Having learned from that from that experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cosine. Um, so for as, as much as I, I said, you know, the most of the details of the characters don't really matter. They, they mm-hmm. did give us that little bit of organic setup for, you know, this, this is a family and that does kind of change the dynamic. I mean, most of the specifics don't really matter. You know, it's okay. So, you know, um, Beth's yeah, guitar the... tech and, and that, that comes up later with the, the vinyl and, and, mm-hmm. uh, and a loss of power in the building and, and some stuff, but you know, really that's, that's kind of window dressing around set mm-hmm. pieces with deadites. Well, that's to make you, that's just to make the characters different from other characters. Yeah. But you're right. Like these, the, and I think down the line, as we have future ones, it's going to be very book specific that these people find the book, they deal with the problem. Mm-hmm. And so that's the, the book becomes the Jason Voorhees of this series ultimately. And that's, and that's cool. Like, I think that's, that's actually a neat way to do things. Um, all right. So what are the things that we feel like could be improved upon or, or is kind of lacking in comparison to this one? Mike, what you got? Well, I do feel like we were missing out on opportunities for the few characters we did interact with. Yeah. I felt they were underutilized. Mm-hmm. There were definite moments towards the end where, our, okay, we know what we've got is one. I wanted to say hotel room. That is not where we are. We are in an apartment. <laughs> apartment. There you go. Dang it. One apartment, one hallway, and that's the world we're living in. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like, it just felt so underutilized because there are the other apartments, there are other people and yeah, we're trying to confine and build that claustrophobia, but I just like, I had higher expectations of it, especially Mm -hmm. in that final escape. Like Mm -hmm. I wanted so much more going on there and maybe that would have been a distraction in the end. Maybe they intended and planned it because Mm -hmm. there was all the talk of other things. Yep. There are there are things that are mentioned at that don't quite get followed through on, and some of those could be red herrings, but you absolutely, can't help, yeah, you can't help but feel like something, 
Like they're like we like we try not to get too spoilery on these things, so like we can't really go into specifics here. But there's like a couple of mentions that you're just like, why? Oh, that'll be interesting if we follow through on that, and then they and then they don't. Yeah, I, yeah. There were lots of little things like down. that, and and like you said, some of those could have been deliberate red herrings, but I feel like some of them probably there was more in the script and that just got cut for time at some point. Mm -hmm. So it, it does feel like this should have been a little bit bigger thing. And I, I feel like you could have maybe done that and still kept it claustrophobic in, in this same way. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I probably would have trimmed some more of the, the earlier references because it, it does feel like some of these were not intended to be red herrings. Mm -hmm. I, I I might have edited it a little bit more tightly for that, me personally. Mm -hmm. The the other thing that kind of didn't work for me is it's like, oh yeah, we're we're just gonna crank the volume up to eleven. That kind of worked and also kind of didn't. It, that that made it feel almost like you know an over exaggeration of this this little indie film that that was the original and and even the the sequels to some extent but I mean, yeah that was like how yeah. does that compare to like evil dead 2 and army of darkness because those are movies where they just kind of like well let's go full three stooges on this so, yeah like, so it, those is it because those still... this doesn't have the humor of of those two maybe partly um but not not entirely like there's there's still a weird sort of horror themed sense of playfulness to some mm -hmm. of this but you know, mostly it just felt felt like it's like, oh yeah, we've we've got money and we're gonna do a million more effects and, and mm -hmm. go even more on on this. It's like it's the same thing, except where you know it it felt like a, a whether intentionally or just because they didn't have the money, it worked better in the original because of that, where it's mm -hmm. like, okay, on a scale of one to ten, this is like a, a six, but it was used to great effect. Here it's like, hey, this is like an eleven or a twelve. And in places, I felt like that worked better, but at times it felt like, yeah, yeah no, you've 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 overdone it. You've added too much salt here, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that and your mileage will vary from person to person on that one. But I get what yeah. you're saying. Like, I, yeah, I think uh, like none of that really bothered me. But I'm kind of a, I'm comparing this to like Dead Alive, which is the goriest movie I've ever seen, mm. um, and the Peter Jackson movie with zombies. Um, and like, so compared to that, I'm not like seeing that much compared to an evil dead movie though. I can see where you're, I can see your point though, Tim. Um, but yeah, the, I'm kind of with you guys that there's like the missed opportunities gets, uh, get to me. I wish that they, they did more of that. And if there's one thing and to Tim's point about how this feels kind of like a studio movie with a lot of money, it seems to be, it feels like it's missing that like indie film, like attitude that the other ones had that, you know, kind of. It's it's sort of weird. I feel like I'm kind of like complaining about like ah they sold out. It was like it's not that they sold out. It's no, just like no, it's no, missing. No. It's missing. It's just missing like a certain attitude that was apparent in the other two that I found myself missing this time around. By all regards, though, this isn't like a bad film. I think this no. is for for an Evil Dead movie. Like this this movie is better than the crappy Freddy movies that are talked about in yeah, <laughs> that, that, that are made so. fun of. <laughs> um, I, I think. A lot Which of is, the different. Sorry. Yeah. Go on, Tim. Go on, Mike. Sorry. As I, I was going. A lot of the difference to me is possibly, possibly those moments where, all right, these started out as indie films. Mm -hmm. You're up against limitations of what you know you can do as a filmmaker, indie, learning the craft. Yeah. What you can do, special effects wise, whether you know the craft or not, just because yeah. you don't have that backing. Right. So I think that's where a lot more of the humor, be it dark or not kind of snuck in in those moments and that totally. might be some of what's missing maybe that might be you might be i think you 
kind of hit it there, Mike. That might be what's, yeah, what's missing yeah. here. And Lee Cronin is, this is his first big movie, um, but he has directed other things before. And uh, one thing about something being in a hole, apparently, which... <laughs> which Oh, yeah, I did look yeah. that up. That, yeah. man, looking yeah. into that film, that one might be something to come back around to because that was, that was a bit of a scary one just to read through and imagine. Okay. I, I have a feeling this guy's good. Yeah, no, I like I I like what Cronin did. Like I think he does uh he's 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 definitely a talented filmmaker, but he definitely could have I don't know, he makes choices that I wouldn't totally make, but I get it at the same time. Um like uh for one he definitely has a flourish. He does a lot of split field um dioptic shots, which look cool. Um, but I also feel like he may have done that a little too much, but at the same time, I'm kind of excited to see where, where he ends up doing next, just to see what goes, um, especially if he's going to do something that isn't in this same sandbox, if it's something he's kind of making up on his own. Um, but I do like the idea of, so, so Bruce Campbell spoke about how, since everything's going to be focused on the books now, that that really opens things up, that he said that it could be, like, the next Evil Dead movie could take place like in the past or it could take place in the future it could do they could do whatever they want and mm -hmm. i think that that's actually a really neat idea and i hope I that they do like that idea yeah i really hope that they, they follow through with that stuff i think that the the fact that this could more or less be an anthology series from this point out is actually really cool to me and i hope that that's that's what happens and it looks like um, as of uh, so as of the Friday box office, this was number two and was only four million dollars behind Mario. So wow, I wow. Think, okay, yeah. So I, but that was that was a that was a but it is now you know a couple days later. Um, but so it did what it's been doing well this this uh, this weekend. So that is that's a good thing to see, especially for a movie that was originally going to be on HBO Max. So the <laughs> fact that they decided that this was good enough to put in the theaters instead of direct to streaming kind of says something. So. Yeah, I hope uh, it says to uh, the right people that backing properly backing the right horror concepts is mm -hmm. worth your time. Exactly. Yep. Um, and I'm and I'm glad that this is done. That this is very much in line with what it does without changing too much, but mm -hmm. changes just enough. So I hope that that you know we could down the line get some like really crazy things. And yeah. So. All in all, like, I think that this is a pretty solid movie. There are no bad movies in the Evil Dead series, I would say. Even even though the third season of Ash vs. Evil Dead goes to some odd places, it's still entertaining. Um, it's, uh, yeah, the, this and the Scream series are probably the only series without a dud in the mix. And that's hard to do when you have more than two movies most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Know, regardless of genre, but it does happen a lot in horror films. Um, so I guess for me, um, although this is like, I'm not sure I would put this, I don't know if I would put this above the remake or not, um, but, uh, it's definitely, like, I will, I will watch this again down the line, um, and I did rewatch the remake and found myself, like, not as into the remake as I remember being into it. It was still good, but it wasn't, like, before I would have put place a little bit higher, but for this one, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna give it probably, like, a B- minus at this time, um, for an Evil Dead movie, so... Okay. An, an, an Evil Dead B minus might be someone's D plus for for someone else, but uh, like and and that is like if you consider like uh, Evil Dead uh, Evil Dead Two, I would call like an A minus Evil Dead movie to like give you an idea of like where I'm at. Evil Dead Two is my favorite one of the bunch, even though Army of Darkness is the most watchable, most rewatchable in my opinion. Um, so army of darkness you can like watch with your family on a sunday afternoon most likely and get away with it um but depending uh, on your family depending on your family but uh yeah so that just to kind of give an idea there so 
Yeah. What about you guys? I'm trying to figure out where to place it because I think the original, as much as as much fun as it can be, mm-hmm. isn't super high up there for me. Mm-hmm. Two, two is definitely higher. I'm not the biggest fan, believe it or not, of the next one. So Army of Darkness. <laughs> Army of Darkness. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Like to me, it deviated a little too far. Yeah. It, as much as I like dark humor, it mm-hmm. just it wasn't where I wanted it to be. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's entertaining. Yeah, yeah, I get your idea. You could watch it random weekend. Sure. Yeah. For me, I guess it's fighting between Freddy Alvarez's remake mm-hmm. and Evil Dead Two. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know where I'd put them. If I was trying to put them on a grading scale, that that's a bit harder. I I guess I'd have to put them not knowing really where to reference because I don't know what's coming, and maybe that's why I'm having such a hard time placing. <laughs> let's say, yeah, let's put it high B, low A, if not solid A range. Those two, just because those are the okay. ones that I enjoy the most. Okay, yeah, that's that's solid. That 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 is a reasoning I understand. Yeah, no, I I completely get that. Uh, for me, where, where I struggle is, you know, these are all kind of deliberately B movies. It's like mm-hmm. this, 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 this is going to be the B side in a, in a double feature. That's, that's, that's what these are. They're not pretending to be anything else. Nope, they know exactly what they are. Which, which also tends to put them squarely in the B letter grade range as just as a matter of course. Where I struggle is ranking it relative to the others, at least the ones that I have seen, because I'm yeah. I'm still missing the one. Um, and my my usual caveat, I'm, I'm going to remind our listeners yet again, horror is not really not, my yeah. thing. It's yeah, yeah. it's just not. I can appreciate a well made one, which this is. So, um, you know, given a baseline of B across the entire franchise, yeah, this is kind of B minus E, just because I. I didn't like it as much as I did some of the others, mm-hmm. even given all of those caveats. It's mm-hmm. it's well made for what it is. If you're into this kind of thing, you're going to like it. You're going to have a good time. Yeah, but not not as good as, say, Evil Dead 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this will still make, if you just need a horror film sometime, like this will this will scratch yeah. all the issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. this very much fits that bill. Don't scratch the itch too hard. May scratch the itch to it. Yeah, may, may cuddle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, good point. Um, but yeah, this will make if you're if it's like October and you want like a new horror film to watch, this would be the one I would go. I would reach for. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that is uh, that's what we got. Mike, thanks for coming. Um, really appreciate you coming out for this. Um, Mike mm-hmm. is our Mike. Mike may become our resident car guy down the line. So. Um, <laughs> I have we'll, many more talents than that. We know, we know, we know that you just know stuff about cars, so that whenever we yeah. watch something, like, hey Mike, is this a real thing? And you'll be like, no, it is not a real thing. But no, we'll probably we'll bring it back for some other things for not necessarily related to cars. It was just <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we started recording, guys, he uh, he actually sent us pictures of his car projects. Uh, uh, so that's... yeah, but we were talking about the cars in the movie. That this was not unprompted. Yeah. It's been up on my on my chat the whole time, so that's why it popped in my head. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. anyway. Yeah, Mike. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Thanks for co- thanks for coming out, Mike. It's really great having you here. And uh, is there anything that you want to plug while you're here? Is there anything that the people want? To, that it's okay if there isn't, but yeah, <laughs> not that I can think of. No, completely fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, as of a few weeks ago, we are on Mastodon. We are at Dead Letter Movies on Mastodon.social. Check us out there. We'll be a little more active. Uh, our live tweets from the Oscars were our inaugural run with that. Those yep. are up there to see. And uh, more to come. So 
Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 I'm getting us out of here. I promise. You'd be a good mom someday, honey. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know how to lie to kids.